Welcome to the Let's Say Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, I'm choosing to support those who feel like quitting their jobs. I'll be covering how to gracefully quit during your job, and I'll also cover some special considerations about quitting during this current pandemic. Listen, I know it's not easy to quit, and I imagine it's even harder to quit during this time when things are uncertain. So I want to make sure we cover our bases here with this episode before you go and make the move. Just want to be there for you, and hopefully this episode helps out. Okay, so to set the stage here, I just want to go over some reasons why people quit. There are a variety of reasons and a bunch of different types of people out there who are quitting for a bunch of different reasons. The obvious answer being that people are no longer satisfied with their current situation, and they are seeking a better one. Well, duh, let's delve into why that is. In a 2019 Dynamic Signal study, which surveyed over 1,000 employees within the United States, found that two-thirds considered quitting just because of a lack of workplace communication. I can see this. Communication tends to be the root of all problems, and this is definitely a possible reason why. Another reason, a 2018 Udemy study found that almost half of the employees surveyed quit because of a bad manager. This doesn't surprise me because when I think about people who I've talked with in the past, not saying it's me, people who have been dissatisfied because of a certain person leading the organization, whether or not it was their manager, ended up being one of the reasons why they quit. I think these reasons are great, and this all comes from an Inc.com article. I'll make sure to link that. But I think a huge one that wasn't mentioned was general career alignment. People oftentimes don't feel connected to the careers or industries that they are currently in and feel like a change is necessary. And I know a lot of that is shifting now due to the pandemic. People feel like they can't be as choosy now as in 2019. And a lot of those careers, such as hospitality, are not offering the jobs that they once did. We'll cover that towards the end of this episode here. But I just wanted to address these reasons because they may have resonated with each one of you. The thing that surprised me the most whenever I hear about reasons why people quit is that money never tends to be the number one reason. And don't get me wrong, I know that there are plenty of you out there who are quitting because you need a higher salary or because you need just that growth in your life. But when you look at the data and the surveyed people who said why they tended to quit, money wasn't the number one issue. It tended to be these other things. So listen, I don't know what your situation is, but I will flash back to my story The year was 2015. I just got done. It was a first year into working my first position within restaurants. I had spent a lot of time deciding whether or not this was going to be the career or path for me. It was a really tough choice, but I decided to leave restaurant management and leave hospitality to start my own business. I can't tell you how nervous I was to have the conversation. Not only the conversation, but just in general, quitting a job just seemed like not a good idea, especially when it had so much financial security within that position. I remember scheduling a time with my manager to go up and deliver the news that I was deciding to quit and do some travel during that time before I quit. I remember going up to my manager knowing that I had to quit. I was super nervous. I remember preparing a speech on my iPhone, just rehearsing it over and over again, and ended up talking to him. Things were cool. It ended up actually being one of the best decisions I've made due to being able to grow this company, but it wasn't easy. So for those of you who have to have that conversation in whatever time 
I am there with you and I know how hard it can be here. So what I will do here in these next five to 10 minutes is go over some practical tips and considerations if you are going to quit your job. So I'm a huge fan of preparation and strategy when it comes to these things. I don't think these things can be half-assed or I don't think they can be kind of done on a whim. You need to make sure that you plan out the execution of quitting your job. I am a huge fan of Kanika Tolver. She's a past podcast guest. She also wrote the book Career Rehab, which we will link within this episode description. She wrote an article on entrepreneur.com about how to quit your job, or as she put it, how to break up with your job. Kanika advocates for expressing concerns with leadership to not only give them a heads up that you're quitting the job may be coming, but also to give leadership a chance to improve the situation if that's an option. Before fearlessly breaking up with your job, it's important to do whatever you can do to be diplomatic and also to ease the transition for those around you. So being diplomatic means working on your speeches, like I said, giving that warning ahead of time that you're going to be quitting and not getting personal by pointing fingers at anyone. This is incredibly important. Easing the transition means having conversations with coworkers, managers, and even clients to ensure that they aren't left high and dry after you quit. Once again, imagine the perspectives of the people around you who are also working with you on whatever projects. You want to make sure that you give people enough notice and you want to make sure that you ease that transition as much as possible. People may really be depending on you. The benefits of doing these two things are that you don't burn bridges. And I'll take that one step further and say that the benefit is if you successfully exit a job and it's diplomatic, you'll always be able to reach back into that network and use it to your advantage when you're progressing in your career later on. We even have an episode coming up specifically about utilizing your quote unquote alumni network. So these are the people you've worked with in the past, your coworkers, your past managers to use that network to your advantage to land your next dream job. Long-term strategy is important and you want to make sure that when you transition, it's as smooth as possible and you make sure to leave on a good note. In the article, which I will link, Kanika says, when I left my federal government job in 2014 for a senior IT consultant role in Deloitte, I was terrified. I wasn't worried about the new job. I was scared about resigning from my good government job. I had so much anxiety about sending in the resignation letter, and I'm not really sure why. Maybe it was the fear of the unknown and how I was going to handle their reaction, positive or negative. Before I sent in the resignation letter, I decided to have a face-to-face conversation with leadership because I wanted to respect our professional relationship before I caught them completely off guard. The conversation with my leadership went very well. They were very supportive of my next move into the private sector, though they were surprised I was making such a brave decision. So I think in Kanika's case and in my case, when it was time to have that tough conversation with the boss, things ended up being all right because it was such a diplomatic move. And I think for many of you listening to this podcast right now who are you know, having to make that decision in the future, if you just take care of these steps, you really have nothing to worry about. Kanika's four tips here in that article are to number one, always give two weeks or more of notice when you send out your breakup letter. I think that this is great because it's going to ease that transition, like I said earlier. Number two, inform everyone of the breakup. So send your breakup letter to the leadership team, core team, and HR office. She says, date the letter with the breakup date. Make sure it is the day you send the letter and your official move out date. So this is your last day of intending to be in the office. 
And I know this sounds like you're getting very specific, but this type of documentation is really important because you want to make sure you have this stuff in writing. Don't just count on your word of mouth to count or to work. Also, make sure to keep an official copy of your emailed breakup letter in your personal files so you have it for your own records. I think that's really important because you want to make sure that just in case anything resurfaces, that you are ready to go and you have documentation yourself for when you sent that letter. So with these things in mind, I think that you are covering your bases and making sure to quit gracefully so that you don't burn bridges, but you're able to stay in contact with the people that have been in your organization. I know psychologically, this may be a really tough thing to do. We just talked about it last episode is what to do in order to make sure you, you have that bravery and that courage when you are going to have these conversations, because I know it's hard. Bravery or courage to me doesn't mean being that really big, tough, macho person and going up and saying, I quit and this is going to be awesome. So long, guys. And just having this really strong persona. No, I don't think that's what being courageous is about. However, I think being courageous is being able to really look deep inside yourself and decide if this is the right decision to make and being vulnerable with the people that you have these conversations with, being open, I should say. So be brave. Practice that speech because it's going to give you more confidence when you go in and talk to your manager and make sure you are well rested and make sure you mentally do whatever you can before. Once again, huge fan of meditation and silence and just try to have those moments to yourself before you go in and have that conversation. Okay, so let's talk about the pandemic. Chris, why are you having an episode right now about quitting your job when so many of us are worried about job security? Listen, I get it. And the important thing is that much of this episode so far has been about how to quit and note that it has not been about should you quit. I'm not telling you right now you should quit your job. That is a deeply personal decision and it's completely up to you and the discussion with your family to decide if this is the right thing. If you are listening to this now and you're unsure whether or not quitting or quote breaking up with your job is the right thing to do, I urge you to look at your current situation and the global situation as a whole and to take some time to think in silence. Back in 2015, before I quit my job, I had a lot of silence opportunities as I would commute back and forth from New York to Montauk on two-hour drives. Sometimes I would just turn off the music and just think, and it was awesome. Make sure to take some time to yourself to introspect, even get out a journal and write out some pros and cons. I'm a big pros and cons guy. I know that may not be everyone's style, but if you haven't tried it before, go ahead and try it because I think it works. So write these things out and make sure to have discussions with people who might be affected as well. Your spouse, obviously. And these things may help out because they will allow you to come up with better decisions that are clear. And case in point, talking it out really helps. You may discover things just from having things leave your mouth and discussing it with your family members versus just keeping them cooped up in the inside. All right. The pandemic specifically there are two implications I'd like to cover about this current moment in time. Once again, this is the summer of 2020. I don't know when you're listening to this episode, but right now we are really in the heat of it. No pun intended, but let's not beat around the bush. There was economic uncertainty, hiring freezes, and there are industries getting shut down because of this. If I was in your shoes, I'd probably only quit if I received a job offer and if I had an understanding of how secure that job is. So not saying just because you have a job offer means that it's going to be safe. 
fact, I've spoken to several people, people who I know who have received a job offer and weren't able to officially get onboarded because of a hiring freeze. These are things to look into for yourself and things that you may have take a stab at, take a risk if it's something you want to do. So decide if that risk is worth it for you and definitely spend some time and don't be afraid to have an open conversation with your employer about what job security might look like. It's tough. It's okay to have these conversations and to be open. Another consideration about the pandemic is training will be virtual in most cases. Most places don't have offices that are out in the open with people working and your traditional training in which, you know, it's face-to-face is probably not going to be there. You will need to decide if during this time that you're willing to take on all of this virtual time. It is a deeply personal decision. Maybe you're totally fine with doing these types of things when it's just laptop training or whatever. Maybe it doesn't matter because you've been virtual already and it doesn't really make any difference, but this is something you need to consider before making that leap. So pros and cons, call to action right now. Make sure to spend some alone time and even have those discussions to decide if this is a risk worth taking. I don't know the reason why you were listening to this episode. The reason you might be quitting might be because of extremely toxic environment and you might need to get the heck out of there. Or the reason you're quitting might be because you are just ambitious and you want a better opportunity. All of these reasons are totally okay for leaving. There is no right or wrong answer, but you need to make sure that the risk in quitting the job during this pandemic right now is going to be worth the reward in leaving that job. It may be for you. It may not be. It's totally up to you. So take that alone time. And if you decide to quit, draw your roadmap for quitting Make sure you both have that conversation with your managers and make sure that the transition is as smooth as possible because you never know who in your current organization might be able to hook you up with a job later on. So hope this episode was useful. I will make sure to link those articles as resources in the description of this podcast. If you're listening to Apple, URLs tend to be a lot cleaner, but Spotify, I've noticed it's a little clunky, so I apologize for that. But check out those links and hopefully... This podcast really got you thinking about how this can be possible for you. Thanks for tuning in. This was the Career Warrior Podcast. So grateful to have every single one of you. Make sure to leave a rating and subscribe to this podcast if you found it to be useful because we release episodes every Monday and every Thursday morning just to help you out, the job seeker. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the Career Warrior Podcast. I'll see you next time. 